Hey everybody, Ron Rademacher here, Michigan Backroads. You know, travelers heading west from Detroit or east from Chicago can discover Michigan history on US-12, also known as the Great Sauk Trail. Using this route, which follows an ancient Indian trail instead of the interstate highway, takes one through a scenic region known as the Irish Hills. Up until the early 1900s, the Irish Hills was a little-known area, but Michigan tourism was about to change. Back when Henry Ford was building his car, the main crossroads in the hills, Cambridge Junction, was about as far as you could go on a day trip out of Detroit and still make it back home before dark. Getting back before dark was important. The roads were sketchy, cars had no headlights, and that Great Sauk Trail ran along the border of the wilderness of northern Michigan. West of Cambridge Junction on US-12 stand two nearly identical towers. The towers have a unique place in the history of Michigan tourism. Edward Kelly owned land along the road, and the Michigan Observation Company wanted to buy a bit of it with the intention of building a viewing tower. Mr. Kelly declined. But his neighbor, Edward Brighton, agreed, and a 50-foot tower was built on a high spot and opened in October of 1924, just in time for folks to travel out, pay five cents, climb to the top of the tower, and gaze out at the spectacular fall colors and brilliant blue lakes scattered throughout the hills. The tower was an instant hit. Visitors spread the word and traffic increased. The company even added picnic areas to make everyone more comfortable on their day trip to the hills. Within a season or so, there were a lot of visitors and business was booming. Mr. Kelly, however, wasn't happy. The new tower was just six feet from his property line and it obscured the view from his house and he was missing out on all that commerce. After fuming for a while, Edward Kelly decided to get in on the action. He built a nearly identical tower just 12 feet from the original. What's more, he made his tower taller than the original, and the feud was on. The Michigan Observation Company raised their platform so it was equal in height to Mr. Kelly's spite tower. Further, they let Kelly know that if this didn't put an end to the feud, they would tear down their tower and build an enormous steel structure that would dwarf Kelly's. Mr. Kelly didn't flinch and continued promoting his tower. For several years, the competition was in finding unusual ways to attract more visitors, even to the point of bringing in alligators and monkeys. The two towers were a very successful attraction for more than five decades. At one time, as many as 50 buses per day were bringing tourists to enjoy the view. The site was open 24 hours a day and offered, in addition to the zoo, a campground, carnival rides, a dance hall, three gas stations, and a miniature golf course. Lodging was available nearby, and three restaurants were there to serve hungry travelers. The advent of the automobile brought more visitors, but also spelled doom for the towers. Soon, people could travel further, faster, and headed for more distant, exotic attractions. By the mid-1960s, more than two million people had climbed the towers. But as time passed, various problems plagued a series of owners, and in the mid-1980s, the towers were shut down. This is Ron Rademacher at MichiganBackroads.com.